0: Don't mind your business. Mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hello and welcome to or back to my podcast, Mind Elixir. Today, I'm going to be chatting about how to have a healthy lifestyle and just, you know, turning your healthy girl summer into a healthy lifestyle overall, because I know that sometimes it can be hard to know where to start with healthy habits, or if you're trying to change your life for the better or get a little bit more healthier, a little bit healthier. And when I say health, I mean that holistically overall. I'm not just talking about eating spinach every day, like, you know, Popeye the Sailor Man, Sailor's Man or something, and having like 50 grams of protein per meal. No, that's not what I'm talking about at all. It's about doing what's best for your body, your livelihood, and your physical and mental well-being. That's really what health means to me. And I want you to be able to maintain a healthy, balanced lifestyle as a teen or whatever age you are. But, you know, this podcast is mostly for teens. So that's kind of who I'm directing it towards. So I'm separating this episode into three main parts, kind of, just breaking it down. And what the three main parts of health basically food, exercise, and mindset. And I've recently just been getting into holistic wellness. And this to me just means that you're looking at wellness and health from all angles instead of just one aspect. It isn't just one stationary single thing. Like I'm talking about nutrition, maybe organize, organizing your mind, exercise, all of these different factors can influence how we feel. And in turn, influence and impact our health like to me health and wellness isn't just one-sided is it isn't just one-dimensional there's so much to it and it also needs to be sustainable as well which is why earlier I was like it's not just about eating this much spinach and this much protein per meal and I know that diet food and maybe other things that I talk about in this episode Maybe something that people have a bit of a complicated or negative relationship with. So please take this with a grain of salt. Like, I'm not saying you have to do everything that I talk about. You can adjust this to your liking. Like, maybe you want to just follow everything I say in this episode to a T. Or maybe you just want to listen and then throw it all out the window. Whatever works for you. You know, everything I say, that's just, you can adjust that to your liking. That's basically what I'm saying. So first off let's talk about food let's talk about your diet and when i say okay this part i'm talking about food and diet but technically diet isn't just what you consume it isn't just about food it can also be what you hear who you surround yourself with um like what type of media you consume is it positive or negative but you know when i say diet i'm just talking about food for right now and personally i believe that it's best to just eat primarily whole foods and plant-based That's just what makes me feel the best and also what I think is healthy without being restrictive. And when I say whole foods, I just really just mean foods that aren't super processed. Like technically most food is processed to some degree, like, but I just mean foods that aren't super processed and plant-based. That's just mostly vegetarian type foods. Although I am not vegetarian or vegan, I do just eat a lot of vegetables and fruits and whole foods and stuff like that. And that's just what makes me feel my best. And also, um, whenever you eat more foods in their natural state rather than just being extremely highly processed with a bunch of random additives and loads of ingredients that are not the most healthy added to them. I think that sometimes, like in the American food industry, food is just designed to be highly addictive. And it just in the short term, you may feel, oh, my gosh, I just want to eat more of this. It tastes so good. But in the long term, it just might not be that great for you, might not be that great for your skin, your health, maybe your digestive, your gut health, and all of that. So sometimes you just have to take those factors into account. And another thing that you may have heard is about heard about is how certain ingredients that are in the U.S. are banned in other countries, like different dyes or artificial flavor additives and stuff like that. And that's just due to health and safety concerns. So I think that's very telling about, you know, what food can do to us, which is why I just try to stick to foods that I deem to be a bit more healthier, like whole foods, plant-based, less processed and all of that and while i am saying all of this i also want to talk about the importance of balance and moderation because yeah eating healthy more nutritious foods is important but i don't want you to stress about eating healthy to the point where it ruins your relationship with food and interferes with with your social and personal life like some people may have an all or nothing mindset when it comes to healthy eating like i only i have to eat only 100% raw vegetables And oops, I messed up a bit now. I might as well just like eat a bunch of donuts, eat all unhealthy sugary foods. Like, no. And of course, that's not a good view at all. So something that I like, I've dealt with that personally, like I just have this, I used to have, and I still kind of do, if I'm being honest, sometimes have an all or nothing mindset where I'm just trying to force myself to be too healthy. But now I'm just shifting away from that. And that's something I'm trying to remember. And also something else I'm trying to remember is that it's not necessarily about whether a food is healthy or unhealthy. Because those labels, that we whether we label a food as healthy or unhealthy, um, sometimes that can be just subjective and more of an opinion thing. Sometimes it's just about whether a food is more or less nutritionally dense. And it doesn't always have to be this just strict health dichotomy where you categorize things as good or bad, and healthy versus unhealthy. Sometimes you just want to have a food and you don't want to see it in oh you don't want to see it in a category. So keep that in mind as well. And also, whenever you categorize these foods as good or bad, the reason I want to say stray away from that is because you don't want this categorization of foods of good and bad to extend to healthy and unhealthy to extend to them being good or bad to in turn extend to yourself as well where you feel that if you've eaten a food that you categorize as bad then you're then you feel less about yourself or you have a low self-esteem because of that like you shouldn't feel bad about yourself because you ate something that might, you might not necessarily categorize as the most nutritionally dense or whatever it may be. So try to have things that you enjoy every so often because, yeah, food is nourishment. I always see people say food is fuel. I know we've all heard that one, but it can also be an experience, a way of bonding with others and something that you find joy in. So yeah, I think it's important to focus on trying to eat nutritionally dense foods and foods that make you feel good in the long term. But don't be afraid to let yourself eat other foods and a variety of foods as well. You don't want to be restrictive because for me, whenever I was restrictive, that just caused a bad, not that great relationship with food, which I'm still trying to heal from. So while I do try to choose nutritional and less processed options, I also like to eat fun foods and I don't just like, you know, I'm not just super strict. I don't just stick to one quote unquote diet. And I think one of the reasons people might not like these quote unquote healthy foods is because so many healthier food options are made so bland. Like you go to a salad bar and they have like warm lettuce, stinky cheese, and the only dressing option is ranch. And then you're probably going to start associating these quote-unquote healthy foods with being like boring and not as delicious. And if that sounds oddly specific, that's because it is a real-life scenario. Every time I go to a salad bar at like some restaurant, for some reason, like it's usually not that great. But, you know, some places they're leveling up with their salad bars and places. And um, yeah, some places that have like, uh, that are just specific salad places or bowl places where you can get like grain bowls and stuff like that. They have good options that I really like. Or if I remember, like those school lunches, they just have those soggy vegetables, and it'd be like, uh, yeah, no, thank you. So something I suggest for people trying to maybe like eat more vegetables or incorporate more nutritious foods into their diet is to just experiment with foods. Like don't just eat them in one way. Like don't just eat those frozen veggies, like exper- experiment with like salad dressings and all of this. And also something else relating to food. If you're having a craving for some specific food that maybe isn't necessarily the most healthy or won't make you feel the best, I would suggest trying to make your own version of it. And something that I really like about this is that when you're able to make your own food, you know exactly what goes into it. You can adjust any of the ingredients to your liking. And that isn't and this isn't just for people that want healthier or more nutrition nutritious options to eat or just like are trying to stick o- stay away from junk food. It can also be for people that are maybe picky eaters because trust me, I am not one of those people that puts a carrot in a bun and calls it a hot dog. I personally think that's an abomination, but if I want ice cream, I might use some frozen bananas to make like a nice smoothie. Recently, I've really been liking nice cream, like just bananas and what do you call it? Cocoa powder, a chocolate, all of that. And that tastes, does it taste exactly like Tom and Jerry's? No, but it's still delicious. And I still get that like satisfaction of a cold, sweet treat, which is really great in the summer because it's like 107 degrees outside right It's 107 degrees outside right now. I'm not lying, literally. I'm burning up. I don't even know why I'm wearing a jacket right now. But yeah, and also it can be for people that have like... Also, this is a great option for people that have maybe allergies or are allergies to certain foods. Like maybe you're lactose intolerant, but like you still want to have ice cream. And like, you know, none of the local ice cream parlors have dairy-free ice cream. You can just make your own. So yeah. I think it's really great to just experiment with foods and try out new things and stuff like that. Like I made my own teriyaki noodles, stuff like that. I would just I would literally just look up like takeout classic classics um classic recipes online and then I'd try and recreate those in my own way, and that was really fun. And something that people talk about a lot with intuitive eating is honoring your cravings, which I definitely think is important. But also sometimes your brain is just operating in like hungry animal prehistoric mode. And it wouldn't just be the best to eat everything that you're craving. And I'm literally saying this from personal experience because sometimes I just like, I just want to eat everything. I'm like, okay, eating this won't make me feel good. Let me chill out. And what I mean when I say this is that some cravings actually indicate that you're lacking in certain nutrients. For example, if you feel like you've just like constantly been craving chocolate and like you've eaten chocolate, but you're like still just like constantly craving it or something, but you just still constantly want it, it might be a sign of magnesium or chromium deficiency. And I suggest researching this a lot more in just what other signs of these certain nutrient deficiencies and in that case, you might want to have foods that are higher in magnesium or chromium, like nuts, seeds, and cheese. And I get how that can be confusing because sometimes I'll see these quote-unquote Instagram dietitians who are just like, if you're craving this, go eat some kale. And I'll look at the comments and all the comments are just so confused. Like, if I'm craving cake, why would I go eat a vegetable? But the thing is, they many some of them, they just give no context behind it. And yeah... Also, who made all these ladies on Instagram dietitians? Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I remember I used to get like these Instagram dietitians who would just be suggesting their tips and stuff. And I'm like, are you even certified? What's going on here? Like I click on one single food recipe reel on my explore page and now I just can't escape these Instagram dietitians. Also, speaking of social media and also just going back to intuitive eating, I think that some of these self-proclaimed Instagram dietitians have sort of warped the meaning of intuitive eating to an extreme. I don't think that you should just go crazy and eat all the junk with no regards to nutrition because, you know, that's what your body craves and forget diet culture. I think that instead we should just incorporate what we crave but we should also try and eat nutritious foods as well and incorporate them into your daily diet. Basically, to put it simply, everything in moderation. Like, it's okay if you want to eat a certain way in order to help you with your fitness or health goals, but it's also okay if you want to try a new crumble cookie flavor every week and order frappuccinos with your friends on Fridays. Those, Those are both good things that can coexist. And I don't think you have to be like, Either one side of the spectrum or one extreme part of that whenever you're trying to eat a bit more healthier or better for your lifestyle. I also wanted to talk about how I plan my meals and what I like to eat while keeping nutrition in mind. At breakfast, I try to make sure it has some amount of protein in it. Just because protein takes longer to digest and I don't want to be hungry like immediately after eating breakfast. I've also been trying not to eat too much sugar at breakfast like I still have like some sugar like if it's pancakes or whatever but sometimes I'll just move towards natural sweeteners like honey or maple syrup or just berries. I try to have several servings of fruit and vegetables a day and the reason I don't want to eat too much sugar at breakfast is because sometimes that can just cause a blood sugar spike and then I feel like that just makes me kind of drowsy or tired throughout the day that might not be other people but I know for me I've kind of noticed that and it just makes me like feel more peckish throughout the day I really don't like that and for me this looks like just um eating fruit with my breakfast some of my go-to breakfast meals or breakfast ideas things that I like to eat is like oatmeal with fruit mixed in like a fruit berry compote or banana pancakes with berries on top and maple syrup, or maybe a tofu scramble that I mix some veggies in and have some Greek yogurt or vegan bacon on the side. Also, I'm like slightly obsessed with yogurt. I don't know why. I literally go through a concerning amount of yogurt each week. And also, of course, whenever I'm talking about like meal ideas and what I eat, this just depends. This can also depend on your lifestyle. Like if you're going on a marathon... And like you're going to run a marathon or something for breakfast, like you wouldn't just want to eat like a whole avocado and a few nuts because then you're probably not going to perform your best because instead you'd probably want something that gives you like quick and long lasting energy, like carbs and protein. And in case you can't tell, I am really somewhat interested in nutrition, but I am not an expert nor am I a marathon runner. So don't quote me on that last part. And for lunch, I like to eat salad. I usually just add whatever I have in my fridge, like tomatoes, beets, black beans, tofu, feta, stuff like that. And I try to make sure, and something to make sure whenever you make a salad is that you have like a healthy fat source like avocado or hemp seeds. Or it can even just be any dressing that you make because I know a lot of dressings have fats in them. And also a protein source like tofu feta or maybe a greek yogurt dressing as well like if your salad is just spinach and strawberries i don't even think that should qualify as salad (laughs) that sounds so mean but like honestly like maybe if it's a side salad that would make sense like if you're having a salad and then you're having like i don't know chicken or fish on the side but if you're just eating like spinach and strawberries by itself and you're like ooh this is a salad i'm like what that's so sad Like, this is why so many people don't like salads. Like, I am a firm advocate for a good everything but the kitchen sink salad. I think that's what it's called whenever you add random things to salad. But I am a firm advocate for those. I think they're so delicious. And I would probably eat them every day if I could. But I would get bored of having the same thing every day. I also like to have veggie dumplings and also soup during the winter. But as of right now, it's very hot. Not the best weather for soup. And yeah, also for dinner, another example of like a basic meal that I might eat for them. Ooh, a basic meal that I might eat for dinner, for Dinden, for dinner, whatever. For dinner is like quinoa with teriyaki, tofu, and broccoli. Like the quinoa would be the protein and carb, and then the tofu protein and the broccoli has all those vitamins, and also it's a carb as well. I almost always have vegetables with lunch and dinner and some people say that it's difficult to get in protein as a vegan and even though I personally do eat fish and also occasionally dairy well not even occasionally but often I guess I don't know dairy in certain things I really don't think it's as difficult as people say like you can still get all your nutrients or most of it on whether you're um like vegetarian or vegan, I believe. And personally, I think that sometimes people are a bit too obsessed with protein. Like if you're not a bodybuilder or in the constant state of trying to build muscle, then it's really not necessary to stress yourself over am I getting enough protein? Am I hitting these macros or this thing in every single meal? And that like just practice gentle nutrition by incorporating those food groups, different food groups, and nutritional items into your diet whenever you can. And for dessert, I have whatever I feel like it. Like the other day, I made some chocolate banana bread for my dad's birthday, so I had that for dessert. And I also like to have yogurt bowls and stuff like that. And yeah, whatever. And another part of living a healthy lifestyle is exercise and movement. I think it's important to exercise not to punish your body or simply to burn calories, but instead to challenge yourself and test your physical limits, or even even if not to challenge yourself, but simply to feel good about your body and to honor your body. I like to do morning workouts on YouTube, and I also enjoy waking up early to go to the gym and work out, but you know, sometimes I don't feel the most motivated to do that if I'm honest. So I'll just do like a medit a quick meditation instead, which I've recently been getting into. And also I've recently liked strength training as well, which is basically just workouts that use weights. I discovered that I have these five-pound weights and I really like growing Anna's workouts on YouTube. She has both weighted workouts and non-weighted workouts, like just bodyweight HIT workouts. And I love the feeling of getting my heart rate up like I'm like a cardio bunny or something. (laughs) But I have been trying to expand the range of what I do, which is why I said earlier I've been getting into resistant workouts at the gym and at home with the weights that I have. And there are also several workout classes like reformer Pilates, cycling, aerial yoga, and more that I want to try. I really want to go rock climbing because I feel like I haven't gone in forever except for that one field trip I went at school And that was so fun. I love the burn that it was, that it gave me on my upper body. I don't know if it's just me. Well, it's obviously not just me. Probably other people too. But that burn after you work out, it hurts so bad that it's so good. And I love it. So I encourage you to go to the gym, look on YouTube, walk at the park, take a class in your city, whatever it is. Find out what type of exercise you like to do because there are so many fun things like roller skating or rock climbing that you can do. Like it doesn't just have to be pumping iron in the middle of the gym with a bunch of sweaty gym bros. But if you like that, then go do it. Who am I to stop you? And even the other day, I went to the library and I walked outside in the garden area that they have out back. And it was so beautiful, like seeing the butterflies and stuff. Except for the fact that it was really hot. And I also walked into a tree branch while trying to change what podcast I was listening to. But, you know, it was a little bit of a hot girl walk moments. I really loved that for me. So, yeah. And I think that people that say that they don't like to exercise honestly just haven't found what type of a type of exercise that appeals to them, if that makes sense. Like they just haven't found a type of movement That's good for them. Or maybe they've just had bad experiences with exercise in the past because there are so many forms of exercise, so many ways to move your body and get your heart rate up and challenge yourself and your physical limits. And you just have to experiment and find what's best for you, what fits for you. And in general, getting your body moving each day is a great way to stay healthy and also boost your mood. And I know that sometimes it can be really hard to just get up and get moving. Like in the mornings, whenever you're just like your bones and your joints are creaky, you don't want to open your eyes. You're like, I want to stay here forever. But, you know, in the end, it'll be worth this usually. And of course, don't. And of course, I um, don't force myself to do exercise if I'm just like 110% not feeling it. But at the same time, in the end, I know that it will make me feel better. And sometimes you just have to think about like this delayed gratification and how even though working out may not feel like the most glamorous thing in the moment, like while you're like laying in bed, you're like, okay, why would I want to get out of bed and do this sweaty workout? I don't want to do that. You know in the end you'll feel better and even more accomplished if you push through and just get it done. So sometimes that that is what motivates me. And I know it isn't all about motivation. It's usually just about discipline and having those habits that you stick to and that you know you can rely on even whenever you don't feel like you want to do something. So yeah. Also... Third and final category, let's talk about mindset. I know that mindset is a bit generic, like what's a healthy mindset, what? But I just want to focus on a few things that can help you have a more healthy mindset in life. So the first thing is shifting your mindset from I have to do this to I get to to do this. There are so many things in life that, you know, we're just like, okay, why do I have to go to the gym? I have to do my schoolwork. I have to do this college essay. Uh, and like, we're just like complaining and looking at them negatively. But instead we need to shift our mindset to be more grateful because it's like, okay, I get to go to the gym. I get to work out. I get to, you know, exercise my body and do what's best for me. Because there may, I don't want to be like, there may be people that can't do this. But at the same time, that literally is the reality. Like there are people that can't work out or do these work, work out or exercise or do something or whatever it may be. And it's like, I get to do this. So I'm thankful for that. I get to do this um, college assignment. I get to do my college essay because I have an opportunity to pay to get into college, there are some people that aren't receiving an education, and yeah, so just being grateful for the little things in life, and like, however small it may be, or however, however, like, um, even if it just may not seem like a big thing, just being grateful for that, and looking at that, like, okay, wow, I'm thankful, thankful for this, to have this thing in my life, or to be able to do this, whatever it may be and knowing that you're given so many opportunities in life and that you are just so blessed and maybe that you're that you're lucky to have this body and to be able to make these choices in your life cuz everything in life is about choices you can choose to do something that may not be the best for you or you can choose to push through and you know do what would be better for your health or better for you in the long term the next thing that I would say whenever it comes to mindset is just surrounding yourself with positivity and including something positive in your life. Something that I found a tip that I saw on YouTube, I believe, is just whenever you if you might if you find it hard to wake up in the mornings and just like stick stick um stick to your routine and get motivated to get out of bed or whatever, for some reason, maybe you dread getting up because you have to go to school. You have to go do your summer job. You have to work on um, your college essay. I keep referencing college essays because that's what I'm supposed to be doing after I record this episode. But yeah. So something I would suggest is just adding something that you look forward to in your morning routine so that whenever you get up, you have another reason to get up rather than just thinking, Ugh, I have to get out of bed this morning. I get to do this. Ugh! So instead of looking at it negatively, maybe you can set your favorite song as your morning alarm. Although that might not work for some people. you may You may start to hate that song. I don't know. But maybe setting a super nice, upbeat song that you like as your morning alarm on your phone or whatever it may be. Or maybe adding a meditation or a workout that you like And doing that every morning whenever you wake up. Or maybe using your favorite skincare products in the morning. Or trying out a new makeup look that you like every morning. Or making some pancakes, like banana pancakes in the mornings. Or like cooking your favorite breakfast. Whatever it is that can help you just get up out of bed and give you something to look forward to in the morning. Just adding that positive touch into your life can help you, give you a bit more motivation to get out of bed in the morning. And on the topic of surrounding yourself with positivity, I would suggest finding friends and people that uplift you, people that make you feel happier and better about yourself. Because I saw something that said that you are the sum of the people you surround yourself with. And I really do think that's true because if you're just surrounding yourself with like a bunch of negative Nellies and a bunch of negative Nancys or whatever, then you're probably going to adopt a negative mindset as well. Because I feel like we kind of try to adjust to the people we are around to fit in with them subconsciously. So if you're around a bunch of goal getters, a bunch of people that are super disciplined and hardworking then you may start to pressure yourself and be like okay yeah I want to I kind of want to be like that I want to be more disciplined in my life and do better for myself because I know that can make myself feel better and all of that so I think that's a really good idea and also maybe just adding positive quotes to your home screen or onto your wall decorating your room with them whatever you think would work for you The next thing is to show compassion to yourself. Instead of letting your actions be fueled by hate, like hate for yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, I hate myself. I have to get out of this rut in my life. I hate the way I'm doing right now. Let them be fueled by love and a need to do better for yourself and your health, your discipline, your mental health, whatever that may be in your life. You're like, okay, I love myself, so I'm going to do better. I love myself, so I'm going to do this. I love my body, so I'm going to go work out. I love um, myself, so I'm going to try and eat better and eat in a more nutritious way for my health. Instead of thinking, instead of like just being fueled by self-hate. Because I know some people think that like, hey, hate is what motivates me to do better. I hate myself, so I'm going to do better. Like, no, I really don't think that's a way and I don't, I just think that's kind of like a miserable and sad way to live so really just let your actions be fueled by love and you know kindness for yourself and just having this gentle discipline because sometimes you do have to push yourself but it always discipline doesn't have to be a negative thing it can be something positive something that's done to better yourself because you know you'll feel, feel better in the long term. And finally, the next thing I'd say is to just organize your mind and declutter your space. Whether that's, you know, or making a notion board. I am a firm believer in a good organized notion, a good to-do list, whatever that may be. Getting a calendar to organize the events that are going on in your life. Or even just journaling to let your, put all those rushing thoughts, those ruminating thoughts, whatever. Those negative cycle, that negative cycle of thoughts going on in your mind to just put those thoughts to rest. Because I think that we as a society need to stop speaking negatively on ourselves, just like, you know, constantly self-deprecating and pointing out things that are, are wrong with yourself to other people. I'm not saying that you can't, like, you know, say anything negative about yourself or say or call out your own toxic habit. Like, I'm not saying you can't share that with other people. But I think sometimes people just self-deprecate so much and, like, it's the point where it's like, okay, we don't need to hear that. And by just constantly saying that, it's like you're reaffirming that and you're making this negative, negative narrative to yourself, negative narrative for yourself. And you're just creating this story about yourself. And do you want the story about yourself that you create for yourself, that you tell yourself to be a good one? Or do you want it to be one that's surrounded with negativity and toxic habits and ideas about yourself? And just speaking more about that, like if you just constantly speak about yourself in a negative light, I just don't think that's good overall. So sometimes just let out those negative thoughts on paper those everything on paper just write it out maybe type it out maybe you have a digital journal I don't know maybe you want to talk it out like record yourself like mini podcast episodes or something I don't know and another thing in that topic area I guess is like if someone is complimenting you you don't or like says like oh wow you're so hardworking or you're so good at this don't discount yourself or try to like prove them wrong like like um let me give you an example of that like if someone is like wow you're so good you're such a you're so hardworking, and you always get all your homework done on time you don't have to be like yeah I'm actually not that great at this I'm so bad I suck at that yeah I got a 70 on my homework yesterday like no you don't have to discount yourself or prove yourself wrong whenever prove other people wrong whenever they try to give you a compliment or speak negatively on your negatively on yourself. And also something else I'd suggest that goes into decluttering your mind is just keeping track of your progress whether that's with goals, habits, whatever it may be. Because I feel like sometimes we ne- may not always see our progress immediately and that can just be discouraging. But, you know, whenever you have a way to track it whether that's through photos, an online database, a bullet journal that you made like some way to track your progress or just keep track of your goals and habits that can be more motivating and help you in life. And finally, stop caring what other people say about you. I just don't think it's healthy to always be concerned about does this person like me? Did this person does this person think I'm mean because I didn't say hello to them on The bus this morning. Does this person know that about me? Like, there's so many people in the world. They're all gonna have their own thoughts and ideas about us. But at the same time, they're probably all worried about themselves as well. So, we don't need to worry about that. Just stop caring so much about what other people say about you. Like, even if someone hates you, like, what are you gonna do about it? That's their opinion you know who you are. You are the only one who knows who you are. You're the one that's with you when you sleep in the mornings, in the shower, all 24, 24, 7 every single day, every single hour, minute, second of a day. So you know yourself best. So don't let other people's thoughts and opinions dictate who you are and what you believe about yourself. And yeah, just remember that You have the choice to do better and make a better life for for yourself. Like, yes, some things may seem hard in the moment, but you can rise above it all. You can come out of these toxic patterns and habits. You can start eating cleaner, going on daily walks, doing the things you're passionate about and taking care of yourself. Like, you don't need any other reason to do it than you deserve it. You are deserving of love, kindness, and everything in life, everything good in life. And I hope you know that. Yeah, that's all. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or comments, whatever you think of it, on YouTube. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all my socials, you know the drill. And have a lovely rest of the day. I'll see you next time. I mean, talk to you next time. Bye.